0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady
1: Beaton. All right, welcome aboard Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with Dennis, Brady, and Joe Cook joins us for the uh, the show, and Joel do the picks with us at the, uh, the well, final segment. Well,
2: if he's going to beat me this week, we might as well get him as close to being me as possible.
1: Well, we'll we'll see about that. Nobody can <laughs> quite be Brady. Well, that's a good thing, L- unless it's, you want to be
2: really loud. You got to be really
3: loud to be loud. Brady. I, I've heard him though; he he gets into it. so I'm, We'll
2: see. I, I that I do, and well, we're gonna get Who into this. Said that you to guys. me.
3: Where
1: was I last week? Uh, who's guy? I did the Northern game, uh, and the the camera guys were setting up for for St. Clair uh, in my booth. Oh yeah, uh, and the one coach poked poked his head and he he said don't worry Dennis won't bother you he's not nearly as loud as Brady absolutely not
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's just I've gotten in trouble all the way back to elementary school so (laughs) why not I found the one job that being loud can be kind of a positive so call you Gary Thorne it was like this or auctioneer so (laughs) um, and I haven't done any auctioneering and I can't talk that fast so anyway but we'll get into this Dennis this is a A fun slate of games, and of the 13 playoff games we have, I'd say the majority of them are interesting and can go either way.
1: Yeah, I I mean, we talked about it a little bit on the last show that we're not nuts about all the draws, but it will make for, you know, either side can win here and we can make arguments for either, and and we wouldn't be stretching it uh, in any way, shape, or form. So uh, we'll, we'll start having fun with that uh, in uh, just uh, a moment. Every
0: piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do.
4: It's all about efficiency. That's how
0: they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without
1: the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story.
5: 5150.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, and uh, we're on board for uh, week uh, 10 of the high school football season, or as the state likes to call it, the pre-regionals. Pre-districts. Pre-districts. Just the district semifinal. The semifinal. Just call it a district
2: semifinal. District semifinal. Pre-district makes, I don't know. I mean, it's not technically wrong. It just sounds goofy. Yeah, I don't like it. But anyway, what I do like is that we have a lot of teams that I think can get wins, and one of those teams is Portier on high. Do they have a tough draw? Absolutely. Is this maybe the best year to draw King in the first round? I'd say so.
1: Well, I mean, it's obviously not the same King team from the last two years. And, and the biggest difference is new quarterback.
2: Well, yeah. You replace Dante Moore with not Dante Moore. And they have a freshman in there. And he'll probably end up playing Power 5 college football. You will probably see him on Saturdays playing at a high level. But he probably won't be a quarterback in college. and he And he's just a freshman. So, those two things combined help out a very veteran led port here on high team. Like it it is lining up for if PH is ever going to beat King, this is the year to do it.
1: So yeah, the well oh, poor Mason. Poor Mason has run into King two years in a row in the semifinals and just been shellacked.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, those King teams are a bit different like yeah. this is the worst record king has had in the regular seasons of 2008
1: but again i'm not going to look at their losses i mean they, they were playing huge schools from out of state
2: they were playing the de la salles and yeah. bellevilles of other states
1: uh, and i know cast tech is not cast tech from the past few seasons they're still really good they're still really good and those were really close games
2: right at worst cast tech is a very good team
1: and then, you know, the, the, the bad teams on their schedule, well, they crushed them. Right. So I'm just going to say, King is still dangerous. Um, and the, the, the thing that makes me a little nervous, and, and I'm kind of hoping that it, it helps the Red Hawks that they lost last week. I know that's a weird thing to say, but again, They lost to Marysville, and there's nothing wrong with Marysville. They're a good team. They're hosting a playoff game. They won seven games this year, but they weren't supposed to beat Port Huron.
2: And if if PH plays like this or plays against King like they did against Marysville, they'll they'll get running timed. Yeah, I was just going to
3: say, I think if if Port Huron – the big thing for me, I've seen Port Huron a couple times this year, they have to take care of the football. That might go without saying, but you can't have – fumbled exchanges you can't have fumbled snaps you got to be fundamentally sound when you play a team like this who had talent wise even though they're young like you said then they got guys that are going to be playing power five football so you have to be fundamentally sound um in order to kind of
2: really give yourself a shot in this one well and the thing you said is take care of the football but it, it hey stuff happens but you can't snap it over your punter's head right you can't fumble a snap, fumble a handoff. Hey, if Gavin Troy's running down the field and a guy comes up and puts his face mask right on the football and it pops out. That's football. It happens. Play. That's yeah. that's part of the ebbs and flows of a game. But you can't Hand king possessions. Unforced errors can't happen. Yes, you can't take a 15-yard penalty for a late hit out of bounds. You can't do all these things because – You can't block in the back when your guy is 70 yards downfield about to score. Let it go. Right. Things like that, especially early on, Dennis, I think the first quarter is going to be huge. If this is a game after 12, 24 minutes of play, then okay, pH is in it. But if P.H. gets off to a slow start, I remember the really good P.H. team in 20 when, when D. LaSalle came up here. We thought they had a fighting chance, but they got off to such a slow start, they were dead by the end of the first. Well, and,
1: and two, they were banged up going into that game, and then they started losing players during the course of that game. I, I remember Niger Finney went out in the first quarter, limped off the field after a big gain mm. on, a, on a jet sweep never play it again, and that, that affects you. Uh, and and so making sure that PH is solid health-wise going into this one is as important and as anything else. Because with their guys, I think they can go toe-to-toe with King uh, and win a football game. Is
2: Mayuri playing? Well, that's what I was just going to get to. Dennis, I don't know if you've been out to practice, but I know at least the sentiment was that if last week had – I don't want to say more importance, but more importance if that it was a playoff game last week, he would have had to deal with it. It it seems like with, from what you hear, it's more of a pain tolerance thing, and okay, yeah, you lost to Marysville, but it's not like it cost them the home game. They're still the one seed in their district, and... They weren't going to jump in front of necessarily anybody, so I think it was a calculated risk to go, all right, could Noah have played if it was for all the marbles, if it had a lot of meaning and postseason implications? Yes, but I think they said, we'll let the cards fall as they may against Marysville, and we'll have him even stronger for the King game because he's going to be a big one plugging up the middle, and creating holes on that front line.
1: Yeah. I, the, the, two, just the way all the projections were, I'm not really sure anybody thought King was going to actually show up in this right. district. Like, it, it, it was kind of a an off-guard thing. Like, I, I think they were looking at it as, we're going to play Grosse Point North, we're going to play Fitz. Well, they're in the district, but they're playing each other, and King kind of sliding in was a little unexpected yes so you got to get over that shock mm-hmm. and go oh geez the the fourth seed is better than the two and three seeds
2: <laughs> right because again <laughs> you win this one dennis next week as long as you do what you're supposed to do that's going to be the fun game that's going to be the coronation hey third district title ever for ph let's go hooray get the confetti ready and we're going to get ready for a regional game
1: well i just uh, on that note because i don't want to get ahead and we'll talk about it mm. next week i hope um. just remember what happened to you in game one of the playoffs last year when you were
2: supposed to win Well, that Los Cruz <laughs> team apparently turned out to be really friggin' good because they went and shellacked Lakeview. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. But that happens.
1: I wasn't expecting Lakeview to run the ball against Portier on Northern the way they did. Well, I went into that game thinking Northern was the, the heavy favorite, and Lakeview ran it down their throats. So, I mean, things happen. And that's why I also say, P.H., and I'll throw Northern in there, they, they can win their games. Mm-hmm. They can win their games because King's probably coming in going, we're King.
2: Yeah, right. They, they the think folks?
1: just their name has murdered this team.
2: That they'll get to a semifinal on reputation alone. Now, what I Half will- those
1: kids probably don't even know where Port Huron is.
2: Here's what I'm going to say. It's fair. <laughs> and this is, has nothing to do with the kids on the field. Hey, if, if you're a Port on High fan, if, if you are been a part of this school, you're getting a 75-degree day for the first playoff game. Show out and make Memorial a tough place to play because if you get 2,000 fans in the stands, that's going to make it a little tougher. Not that Kings never played in front of a big crowd, but Memorial Stadium's a little different place to go in and play if you've never been there before. Fans need to show out and make it a true home field advantage. There's no excuse. It's not a crappy October day. This is going to be the nicest first-round playoff game, Dennis, in my lifetime.
1: Yeah. I'm actually curious, because I'm going to be at this game, I'm actually curious to see how King travels, like how many people actually right. show up to watch them play their first round playoff game.
2: Because they're probably used to having it at home. Yeah. So that's all I have. That that's Or on they probably aside. just think
1: it's a foregone conclusion that we can go travel when they're in the
2: semifinals. Right. So, let's see how they um let's see how the fans show out because I do think that'll play a factor and you get a little extra juice on that sideline if you look up and you see a I think it's supposed to be a whiteout. You see a sea of white up there and you know that your whole town's got your back.
3: Yeah. It, I think I mean home field advantage is huge especially when you're, you know, you're playing a team that has the track record that King has. So, Definitely show up, show out, support your team. It's going to be a big game.
2: You want to fast forward about 15 hours after the PH King game and go to Northern Roseville? Yeah. Dennis, you're doing this game as well. I think Northern's got a shot. Um, the, winning the Mot game the way they did, I think, has legitimized them a bit. Uh, I just I don't know which Roseville team will show up, I will say. I think Northern is the underdog. But I don't think it's an impossible task.
1: Well, here, here's where Northern has the best chance to win the game, their defense. Their defense is good. I saw it again last week. Uh, I know it, it was St. Clair and our one bugaboo on the Saints were offensively, they struggle sometimes. But they had a better year offensively this year. Mm-hmm. But Northern is tough to run on. Um, it's going to be colder on Saturday, or at least it's supposed to be colder on uh, Saturday. Let me
2: check the Stucky weather for it. Yeah. 75, partly cloudy Friday night. Saturday, 52 and partly cloudy. Huh?
1: So I would even think it would be even
2: better for Northern if the skies opened up and it rained. Yeah. Just make it a slot. Go get the mud bowl and then go big on big. So Because the if, they,
1: if they... Yeah, If they win, they're going to win because their defense was terrific and it stopped the run um, and it made things difficult for, for Roseville because I think it's unfair to put the onus on the offense in this game. You've got a sophomore quarterback.
2: Well, all right, let's talk about the offense and the sophomore quarterback. Dennis, if you're Larry Rollins and you're talking to your offense, you're saying, what's the number we need to get to? Because Roseville can score. yeah. Roseville has a pretty decent offense, although in two of their losses, I believe, I'll pull it up and double-check, I think they got held to under 10 points. The loss to Gross Point South, yeah, and the loss to Harper Woods, they were held to one touchdown each in that game.
1: Well, I mean, I I just look at it like this. You got to convince your kids that it's just week 10 of football. And, and almost convince them that it's not a playoff game because I, I just I just want them to do what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. I want them to be robots when they go out there and just go, this is what we did last week against St. Clair and the week before uh, against East Point and the week before against Mott and the week before against Frazier. And when our defense gives us a chance, we're going to punch it in. And, you know, when our special teams give us a chance, we're going to punch it in. And when we have to go the length of the field, we're, we're going to get, even if we don't score, we're going to get some first downs. We're going to eat some clock. Uh, and and we're, we're, we're not going to allow Roseville's offense, which over the years has been quick strike, mm-hmm. to get on the field that much. The less they're on the field, the less they can score on
3: you. Northern's Northern's best friend in this game is going to be tips and overthrows. I'm telling J- you, you can be, create those turnovers, set your set put your offense on the plus side of the fifty, punch it in. That's 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 the recipe for success in this one.
2: I'm going to try to, I don't know, to put it in simple terms. If the offense can give me three touchdowns. And my defense or my special teams, as Northern's done for so many years, can block a punt. Can, yeah, block Bro,
1: a they punt. do it every game that I'm there. Force so that's going to happen. Saturday. Force
2: a fumble, get a kick return, set up, and it doesn't have to necessarily be a pick six. But set up your offense inside the twenty five. Get basically steal a touchdown for your offense. And I'm going to tell my my, my I'm going to tell Lincoln Watkins in my offense. Give me three drives where we can move down the field and punch it in. Defense, special teams, somewhere along the way, set up and steal one. That gets you – if you score 28 points in this game, I think you're doing pretty pretty all right.
1: Well, and then the other, the other key, because when they have lost, um, they've turned over the ball. Ball security. We talked about it with PH. Ball security and penalties. Don't put yourself in first and 20 or – Second and 15 and and stuff like that. Get your three, four yards on first down. Get your three, four yards on second down. Do the things that you do well and do them well.
7: Mm -hmm.
2: So, uh, I might help that they're playing right after the P.H. King game. Field might be a little torn up. Again, I do think that helps.
1: I I think that helps Northern too. And
2: same thing to Northern fans. Show up and make the home field advantage matter. Might have to put a coat on instead of a T-shirt and shorts. (laughs) But, hey, it's a Saturday. Michigan's on a bye. So, unless you see someone in there recording Roseville sidelines, you don't have to worry (laughs) about it. And, you know, go get a big win. Because this would be as big of a win Northern has gotten since 2018. When they won a district,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, this is this is a good northern team. They, they were kind of in our doghouse the first half of the season because of the way the Gross Point South game went, because can, of the way the Port Huron game went.
2: But this is a team that won seven games pretty easily. Can I make a comp for you that I just I don't know why I didn't put this together? Are they our Mac version of Armada? where they were a young team, they had sophomores, they had juniors that hadn't played a lot, that we knew had talent, but had to figure it out and lost to some pretty good teams. But now down the stretch, you feel like, ooh, it's starting to click. The sophomores aren't playing like sophomores anymore. The juniors are starting to act like seniors, and it's starting to roll a little bit, kind of like Armada, how I think if... Our week nine Armada played week one Armada week nine Armada would win and I think if week nine northern played week one northern week nine northern would win significantly
1: yeah I would I think that's a, a fair comparison actually um because again the, the the difference being is I look at Armada and they're like five plays away from being nine and O oh. right. Where I look at Northern, they're a 7-2 football team. Yes. They got what they deserve. Yeah,
2: it's not completely apples yeah. to apples. But, but. I, but
1: I get what you're saying. And, yeah, the way, again, I, I think the last four weeks have been Northern's best four weeks of the season. And I really like the way they're playing going into this game.
2: All right, let's talk about the Marysville Vikings. Joe, Dennis, I am feeling pretty confident about this one. If I'm, if I'm a Marysville fan, I'm going to stick my chest out and go, yeah, come back up here, Lamphere, Come up for another butt whooping because we went down there and did it. Let's do it again. We need revenge from last year's playoff loss.
1: Well, yeah, that's what you want to avoid here because Marysville, uh, I thought, handled them pretty good last year in the regular season. Um, and at the time, it was considered an upset. Uh, and then they went down to Lamphere and it, the, the second match was not pretty. Sucuchi um, loves Lamphere. <laughs> I, I can tell you this: that Sucuchi will rush for 150 or better in this game. Dennis has taken the over. Will yes. it? Will it be enough? Well, um, <laughs> and and I think this time it will be because this just doesn't seem like. And I don't want to disrespect Lamphere, and and, and I'm like Northern and PH have a chance to win. Fear has a chance to win. I just don't think they're going to do it because I just think this year Marysville's the better team between these two teams. I think they proved it soundly the first time around. Win, lose, or draw, Sakuchi runs circles around Lamphere. Um And, and I, just, I, I just feel like this is Marysville's game to win.
3: Yeah. I think it helps, too, that uh... – I mean, they're riding high right now. They just came off that huge win against Port Huron. Um, and then as you know, as we've talked about previously, that offense, that wing-to-offense is a rhythm offense. Once you get in the rhythm, once everyone's doing what they're supposed to be and where they're supposed to be, it's tough to stop. Um, and, I, I mean, the, the only way that I can see Lamphere making this a game is if what happened the first time around happens again which is the turnovers um i know when they played they had what what was it Brady it was six turnovers six turnovers between the two teams in the first half the yeah first it was played this year. and it was
2: 7-7 and it was like neither team wanted to win neither team wanted to take control of the first half
3: yeah and then and then Marysville separated themselves in the second half so as long as Marysville takes care of the football give the ball to Sakuchi
2: they'll be fine so very Odd stat that I just kind of double checked as we were going through this. This is the first time ever Marysville's playing a team five times in the span of three years. And it's, of all teams, it's Lampier. Yeah.
3: What's the series in that?
2: This, well, just in the five games. Yeah. uh, I believe it is. Uh, this will be the fifth, so it's two two. It went back in twenty one when Lanphier won the bronze. They won that crossover. Then But that Mer- was
1: that the shootout game sixty-two
2: yeah, forty six. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And that was that was when Lanfear had way outgrown the bronze and the one time I kind of respected a bronze football team. Um <laughs> so Lanfear won the crossover in twenty-one. Marysville last year won the regular season, lost in the playoffs, and then obviously this year won the regular season. Now they meet in the playoffs. So, if you felt like you've seen Lamp Fear a lot recently down at uh, Viking Country, it's, it's because you have.
1: Yeah, well, Vikings like to congregate. Yes, but with, with Rams, Vikings, I, Rams,
2: Scoochie's happy about it.
3: Yeah, he's yeah.
1: (laughs) Like probably in those four games, Sakucchi's worst game is probably like 150 yards. Probably has
2: 600 yards in those four games. I feel like he's gone.
1: I feel like it's more because I feel like
2: he's gone over 200 in like three of those four games. It's been it's been a lot, but don't take this for granted. Don't assume you're going to win. Don't do what Ph did to you a week ago take care of business and get a playoff win. Yeah, don't don't play for it. a district title. And well, we'll talk about who they could face in the district final because man, the, the more I think about it, the more that I think Crosleck's got the raw end of the deal with their draw more than anyone else.
1: This is this is tough and and don't look at the record. Don't go, "Oh, Harper Woods well, is only 6 and 3." Yeah. they this is a really good team.
2: So, we will, uh, well, let's, let's pay some bills and then we'll get into the BWAC draws because there's some, there's some fun ones in the BWAC. All right, uh, we'll do that in just a moment.
6: Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC.
1: phad.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron schools
7: I'm Jordan Roy one of the new owners of four sports I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
2: All right, welcome back. Just winding down memory lane. <laughs> well, if you remember a few years ago, Harper Woods came up to Marysville, and that was a big win for Marysville to get in the postseason. There's a couple D1 kids on that team for Harper Woods. That ain't this Harper Woods team, Dennis. This Harper Woods team is multiple kids that are going to be playing Power 5, probably damn near a dozen that are going to be playing college football and at a probably D2 or higher level. Dennis, of all the teams that we we have that aren't playing area teams, I think I'm the most worried about Croslax. Actually, of any team, really, I'm the most worried about Croslex.
1: And it's less about Croslex and more about the opponent.
2: I know Croslex is a good team, and and Joe can attest to this. You can be a borderline top ten team in the state. Like Croslex is probably right around the like eight to thirteen range in D D four. Harper Woods might be number one, and there's a big, big gap when you start to get from the bottom of a top ten to the top of the top 10 especially at the end of the season when everyone has a little more info and this Harper Woods team is good
3: yeah I mean I think they just beat and we were just talking about Roseville they just whooped them 24-7 so um, I think you know like you were saying you can be a really good football team like Croslex is you can be you can have a lot of confidence, win a lot of your regular season games, and then you run into a buzzsaw in the postseason. Um, I mean, I, I that that's just an unfortunate draw. <laughs> it's unfortunate.
1: Well, again, um, yeah,
2: what are you doing over there, Joe? I, th- I, th- I think your <laughs> hand was hitting the bottom of the mic part, the, oh, like, so connector thing. So. Oh, boy, the rookie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> so I, I was talking to a, an, another coach about this, um, and he basically put it this way. If Roseville was in this district in D four, would they be one of the favorites to go to Ford Field? Probably. If Clarkston was in D four and was in this district, would they be one of the favorites to win the district and go to Ford Field? Absolutely. And Harper Woods just beat both those teams by three scores. Yeah,
1: that that that's the thing here. Like the, the I, like we we have a team in the area every year. Usually it's like Marysville, or we've been talking about it when PH and Northern were together. Mm-hmm. There's always De La Salle. Yep. Well, Croslex got the raw end of the stick this time. But with that being said, how huge of a victory for the program is it if you win this game?
2: If you win this game, you're. I know Marysville's done nice, been nice. If you beat Harper Woods, Dennis, I'm saying you're the favorite to go to a semifinal. Like I don't care about Marysville, Goodrich, Freeland. If the Cross-Lex Pioneers beat the Harper Woods Pioneers, they go down there and do that, sky's the limit. Sky is the limit, and you win this game, I'd be on my way back from Harper Woods going, all right, well, let's see, does Greektown have any hotels on Thanksgiving weekend, and start looking at that, (laughs) because that would be as quality of a win, not that Cross-Lex has had, uh, in a long time, but as any team in our area would have had in a long, long time. Yeah.
3: So what are the keys to victory for for Cross lex What do they need to do to give themselves a chance in this one? Hold
2: the ball for 40 minutes, and that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but you're, I'm just going to tell you right now, you're probably not hitting those 75-yard plays that you've hit against Richmond or you've hit against North Branch or you hit against Armada. That ain't happening. They're probably not going to throw too much. You are going to have to be Jared Goff, set up the play action, run, 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 get their very talented secondary looking in the backfield and hit quick routes. You ain't going to be hitting double moves. Their their most talented part of their team for Harper Woods, I bet, is their secondary. You're not going to get guys to burn a lot of one-on-one coverage. Listen, I, I love the BWAC. I'm a big proponent of it. You ain't seen DBs like this in the BWAC. They don't come around that often.
1: Well, I just uh, – don't you feel like it's it's going to be one in the trenches? Uh, can the bigs block it for Belly and, and Espinosa to run? Uh, I think Croslex needs – 10 15 played drives you know what would be perfect for them is they get the ball four times in the game and they hold it for 12 to 15 <laughs> plays all four times and they finish with four touchdowns and that's and they win the game 28 to 27 because Harper Woods doesn't have a as good a kicker, and he
3: misses an extra point. So they need to play like uh, like like North Branch. Yes, yes.
2: You yeah. you don't don't get bored getting three to four yards of carry. That would be my message. Small chunk plays because hey, could could they break off a huge run? Sure. Could Belly Grappy get in the back get get through the second level and be Belly Grappy? To, yeah. Yes, but don't expect that to happen. That can't be your game plan. Saying hey, we're gonna go in and hit home runs, it and ain't, it ain't gonna happen. You're going to have to slowly move the ball down the field. You cannot get bored getting three to five yards a pop. You might have to go for it on some fourth and shorts. Use all four downs. Well, what, what,
1: what you got – your mentality isn't – we've got to get a touchdown on this play. Your mentality is keep getting first downs. Yes. Keep getting first downs. How far is it to the next first down?
3: Yes. Interesting thought, too. When you go in – and I'm not – you know, they're underdogs in this game. So, when you go in and you know – As a a staff, you know, we're underdogs going into this one. Do you throw a wrinkle in? Do you throw a trick play here,
2: a trick play there? What are your thoughts on that? Maybe, but with Harper Woods' team, if that trick play goes wrong, next they have all the momentum. Right. If if that goes awry, it's blown up, and, oh, it's a fumble, oh, it's a turnover – and the the one other thing, and I've said this to other teams that have been underdogs, especially to bigger brands. Harper Woods is going to do something well. They might break off an eighty yard touchdown. The the game we talked about against Marysville, I, I remember talking with um, a Marysville fan in the parking lot before the game and I go, Man, I just hope Harper Woods doesn't hit a big play early and like shows off what they can do. The like third play of the game, a kid, I think he's at Penn State now, goes 75 yards in the score, and I just went, uh uh-oh. I think Harper Woods had like 50 yards of offense the rest of the game. DeMarco Singleton bullied that team after that point. So don't get discouraged. Hey, Harper Woods, probably going to get a sack. They're probably going to score a 50-plus yard touchdown. They're probably going to get an interception at one point, especially if you're on third and long. But you can't let one mistake become two. You can't let it snowball. You're not going to play a perfect game. You're not going to stomp this team like you do some teams in the BWAC. Get ready for it. And hopefully last week was a lesson to not let things snowball out of control.
1: Yeah, that's the other thing. you got to forget about what happened last week. You, 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 that's got to already be gone. And you got to focus just on what's ahead.
2: Anything else on this one? Or do you want to go to another BWAC playoff game?
1: Let's let's keep moving.
2: Which one? Keep, keep
1: chugging along here.
2: Dennis Dealer's choice. Which one do you want to go? Well, to? we'll
1: just keep going to, to the next level because you got two BWAC teams, and you got Richmond Marine City and Armada and Lutheran North.
2: Yeah. Good night, Lutheran North. I don't know. Right now, I'm just I'm feeling feisty against the Mustangs. Right now, I just <laughs> like I don't know. Is could Lutheran North win this game? Absolutely. Do I think they got a pretty bad draw in terms of getting a home game against a 5-4 and four team? That's not your average 5-4 and four team.
1: Yeah, no, Ar- Armada, again, they've turned it around. They're playing their best football. Uh, I like the way they played down the stretch. We're going to throw out the Corona game. The Corona game doesn't matter. Um, uh, Lutheran North kind of... I, I thought that they were a maybe – I don't I don't know how, how to put this because I, I like Everest. I think Everest is a good team, but that loss kind of sticks out at me like a sore thumb, and it was just last week. I thought Luther North would win that game. I didn't think they'd well, lose that game in the prep bowl. Again, I really didn't.
2: let's just uh, – this property doesn't – the transit property doesn't work, but if Everest was hosting Armada – I'd be going, listen, Everest is good. Armada's going to go in there and bully them. Yeah, I like Cardinal Mooney. I think they're a nice team. But they were within a touchdown of Everest. If Mooney went to Armada, it would be a blowout. And that's just because of the size of the schools. So Lutheran North should handle their business against Everest, and they didn't. Yeah, And maybe they played their worst game of the year. Who knows? But this is a game that Armada, I think, can make a statement. Dennis... Quick, quick question for you. How many playoff wins all time does Armada have? Not many. If the answer was two, that's correct. How many do they have against teams not named the Richmond Blue Devils? None. Zero. And I know that doesn't mean a whole lot, but you know what? Go beat a team that's not Richmond in the playoffs and start to build a little bit of a, I guess, a little bit of a prestige and a culture in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, because then and, you're
2: going to get a chance to go next week and really, I think, make your mark. Whether you get a rematch with Richmond or you go to East China Stadium, I think you're going to have a chance to really leave a mark.
1: Well, get, and and for me personally, Armada guys, get that Hammondy taste out of my mouth,
2: <laughs> which, again, <laughs> to be fair, with hindsight. You saw them the next week, and you went, okay, this makes a little more sense now. I, I saw them still. the next
1: week and still didn't believe what I was seeing.
2: <laughs> but I was still in denial. I had two weeks of denial there. <laughs> more than a river in Egypt. <laughs> um, but, you know, I wouldn't mind a Hamity win this week. They play Corona.
1: Oh, yeah, that's not happening. No, it's If not. Hamity beats Corona, there's the,
2: the, then the fix is on. Get stuck on Hamity podcast. <laughs> um, but jeez you got joe. rid of the
1: uh bad uh,
2: i did come on over there joe he's just holding the mic and it sounds like he's in a friggin' hurricane <laughs> i don't all know right. here all right we're gonna mute you for a second just unplug the cord switch the ends i don't know try to do something and we'll we'll, we'll get that fixed that time it wasn't Joe's fault. I can. It's Joe's fault. I, I,
1: can, uh, I can. I got his mic him, turned down so he can't defend
2: himself. Yeah, so he's muted for now. Um, but anything other on this one, Dennis, as we go stumbling through the. No, the I, bag. I'm with.
1: I'm with you. This is one time where I kind of like the, the the draw, and I and and I feel like one of our area teams was actually put in a, a good position. They, they got to go on the road, but it, it's on a place. Where I think Armada can get the victory. And, again, I like the way Armada's playing right now. Yeah. So that's really uh, the big-time key. I Um, think
2: it would be fair to say if Armada loses this game, we'll be disappointed on Friday night. Yes. And it would take Lutheran North making a run like Hamity did to, to rectify that. All right, Joe, it doesn't sound like you're in a hurricane right now. I think Brady gave me the faulty cord. Yeah, my my sabotage. I thought we
1: threw the faulty cord away.
2: Well, they're they're old cords. They're they're just XLR <laughs> cords. They get they're not they're not the best things in the world. Um, but anyway, let's go to the 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 fun D five matchup because I like that we don't have a lot of these, but you gotta have one or two sprinkled in of local versus local. Yep. This is a matchup that, as Dennis has pointed out happens a lot historically. This is the 10th time these two teams have met in the playoffs. That's a lot. I don't maybe Marysville and Marine City have met 10 times. I don't know if it was that much. But that's probably the 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 series with the most history in the postseason uh between these two. Marine City's dominated it. Marine City's the favorite, but if, if Richmond ever wants to get a quality win, you know what we won't be talking about, about this Richmond team? How they lost in consecutive weeks by 80 points to Almont and Armada. We'll be talking about how they went in the playoffs and beat Marine City. Yeah,
1: for the, for the record, five times.
2: That's it, really.
1: Yeah, Marysville and Marine City have only played five playoffs. Because they
2: haven't – they're not always in the same division. Like, there have been a lot of times Marysville's been in D3 where it feels like Richmond and Marine City are always, whether it's D4 or D5, when one team dropped, the other team dropped at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's always just been set up there. Maybe Ubley Harbor Beach maybe is is around 10. But anyway, um, Joe, you've seen this Richmond team – I I don't think I'd be putting words in your mouth saying Marine City's the favorite, but what what do you think about this Richmond team going to East China? Yeah, they need a lot to go their way. Um, I think the key
3: is going to be how much success can they have on the ground with Berjon, mm-hmm. because I mean he is a workhorse. They can turn and give, and he doesn't get tired. So I mean, you just you, you up front, you got to look at the trenches, which historically speaking, Marine City dominates the trenches, right? So, um, they got to have success in the run game to set up the Benettis in the pass game. Um, I think if you're Richmond, you try to use, um, Anthony Benetti in the run game a ton. Um, I would, I, I would love to see some keeps, um, play action, you know, read option a little bit, but I think, Big the big thing for Richmond is because I think what's
2: gonna I mean if I had to predict, I think is gonna come out and they're gonna strike early. Um well, that's what they did against Yale last year. Yeah. Got it to third down, boom, pick six, and it was game right. over at that well, point. And, yeah, the, and that's the,
3: what they have to avoid.
1: That yeah, that that's the thing. You you have to be able to take a punch in this game.
3: Yep. You have to be um, able to, to 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 withstand the, the early storm. Um, and then be able to run your offense, right? You don't want to start doing things that are uncharacteristic of, of, of the personnel that you have. Just go out and execute to the best of your abilities. Look up in the fourth quarter
2: and, and see where you are. I will say I do think one spot where Richmond has an advantage, but many teams have had this advantage this year and it hasn't hurt Marine City. I do think Richmond's a little bigger up front. Like, I think they have the size advantage. So did Marysville, and that netted them zero points.
1: Well, here, here's the thing. Uh, is Marine City uh, in, infallible and invincible? Of course not. R- Richmond can win this football game. But why don't teams that could win the football game not win against Marine City? They're so damn well coached. Yes. Yep. Um, the, 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 there's no panic on the sidelines, so there's no panic on the field. Um, you, you have to play – mistake free because they will take advantage. But here's the here's the thing is you have to jump on mistakes that Marine City makes. Mm-hmm. Hammondy did that last year and won a, a football game that I no way they were going to win that football game. And they did. And if you're Marine City, take care of the football and you should be able to take care of the game.
2: Yep. I think this will be a good measuring stick to see all right, how, we know Marine City's improved. Is it markably? Is it like a ton? Are they head and shoulders better than they were early in the year? Because the one stat we do always bring up is Marine City the last, what, 10 years? has struggled against the BWAC. Now, granted, it's usually always against the BWAC champion or the second-place team in the BWAC. They're not losing to the two-and-five team in league play. But they have struggled against the BWAC. Richmond is a... Was a middle tier BWAC team this year? Take care of business, and then hopefully you get your crack at revenge.
1: Yeah, I can't remember if we did these on the show or off the show, but they're they're fourteen and five in the postseason against the BWAC, and they're fourteen and two against everybody not named Almont.
2: Right. A lot of those, <laughs> we'll say though, a lot of those came in the two, in the two thousands. They had the BWAC's number. Like I think Richmond might have beat them once in the two thousands.
1: Well, they they, between them. 2000 and 2011, they went 11 and one against uh, the BWAC in the playoffs.
2: So that means since 11 and one, they're what three and they four?
1: Are, yeah, three and four. But again, the four losses, three are
2: against Elmont, and one was the Elmont team that played for a state championship. Yes, pretty good teams. They're not yeah.
1: again, and they're seven and two against Richmond. And the seven wins have been pretty lopsided, and the two losses were the games that Richmond kept it close and found a way to win.
2: And again, Marine City's not bringing in a, a, a BWAC team that limps into the playoffs. They're bringing in BWAC teams that are league champs, district champs, hoping for regional championships. They're not losing to nobodies. Any, anything else on, on these BWAC games? Or we're, yeah, it's... God, I wish we had more BWAC teams to talk about. Well, well, we have Elmont. I, you know, I, I, I mean, but I, yeah. is it worth talking <laughs> yeah, about?
1: Like that—that's that, the next one. Uh, Elmont can score whatever they want to against Clintondale. They won't. They'll probably pull the plug on this one. Up forty-two to nothing at halftime, and win forty-two to nothing. But if they want to win this game seventy to nothing, they can.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. There's a reason this game isn't on the picks. They, yeah. they
3: will not give up. They won't get my prediction I'm taking uh Clintondale under half a point <laughs> under half a point so that uh, defense uh, is crazy
2: uh, yeah
1: Clintondale might not get 100 yards in this game it, 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 what's the over under on that guys since uh, you guys are into all this uh, under. <laughs> I'll give you 110 <laughs> but a- anyway
2: in all seriousness just don't stub your toe Almont go out there treat this like a business trip I know you're going to Richmond Whether you're staying at Richmond through your whole postseason run or not, who knows. But go to Richmond, take care of business, get done as quick as possible. That way, hopefully, you can set up which would be on a slightly shorter week playing on Saturday. Get your guys out uh, as early as you can and coast to the victory.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, Clintondale might score, but it'll be when the freshman team is in.
2: Yeah, get the the JV guys experience. and, And... Again, business trip. In, out, boom, get ready for collegiate.
1: All right. uh, We won't spend a a ton of time on these games, but uh, I want to mention them. Sandusky-Cass City, I think it's a fun game. I think Sandusky's the underdog, but these are two teams that are rivals anyways, and recently they've been meeting a lot in the postseason.
2: This is just a fun one. This is a fun one that... For both these teams, they're not looking ahead to, to next week because next week holds Millington. But for this week, you're going to have a fun game and basically bragging rights between two towns that are fairly close to each other. This is not
1: a fun game. If you're Burton-Bentley, they go to Ubley, oh and that's going to be as bad as Almont and
2: Clintondale. It might be worse. What's going to be the worst? Well, okay, worst blowout, Ubley, Burton-Bentley, or and warren Collegiate?
1: Ooh, that's a tough one.
2: I, I'm taking Ugly. <laughs> Ugly has less players, so they have less backups to put in. Yeah. Like those two games might combine for a hundred and twenty point differential.
1: Uh, I, I think this is one of those games where Ugly uh, might get to sixty.
3: In the first half. Possibly. They've definitely shown they can score sixty. Points. I can't wait yeah. to get the uh, <laughs>
2: to get the like scoring summary, and it's like Peruski. Two plays, seventy-four yards. Peruski, four plays, eighty-seven yards. <laughs> Someone else.
1: That might be one. That might one be play, one of those
2: Thirty-two days. yards, and they'll have like seventy points on twenty-two plays.
1: Harbor Beach, Marlette.
2: See, Harbor Beach had to go and beat Beale City, and now this game <laughs> isn't as fun as I thought it would be. And again, it's nothing against Marlette. Marlette could be a top half team in D eight. And they're in a district with two probably top five teams.
1: Yeah, I mean the 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 fact that the, the there seems to be a Mac Red Mac White gap here between Ubley and Beach and the rest of the GTC East, and and that's a shame because if they played someplace else. Um, Marlette would probably be a, a fun team with with a better playoff history.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it, it, give Marlette Mooney's draw and maybe they could win a district. I would pick. I don't know if oh, I'd I would pick not... Marlette to beat Everest, but I think that'd be a fun game. Yeah,
1: I, I think they'd be competitive and the, and they they certainly would win the first round game. I think Marlette could go and beat Parkway Christian.
2: Oh yeah. I think Marlette's a really good team, but if they ever want to make it out of a district or, or, or make a deep run, they either have to, one, prey on two programs' downfalls, or two, become state championship good because yeah. that's what it takes. And honestly, if, like, if, if Marlette somehow made it out, their two toughest games are their district games.
1: Yeah, the, everything else after that should, like, should feel easy. Like if
2: Marlette <laughs> makes a run, and let's yep. say they make this magical run and go to a state final, they should get two state championship trophies yeah. for it. No, I, we talk I'm about not all championships are created equal. Marlette's road is a lot tougher, and it's – only because they are neighbors to two of the best in D eight. That's like if Maryland won the Big Ten East. Yeah, like, <laughs> like oh I gotta <laughs> I go I mean, like- instead of going to Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State, you're going to Lutheran Seminary, Harbor Beach, and Ubley. Congratulations. Yeah. All right,
1: uh, Mooney in D eight drew uh, Arts and Technology Academy of Pontiac. Or, photo- I'm just calling them Pontiac A and T. Joe, you call them whatever you want because this is a game you're going to see.
2: You'll call their season over in about an hour and a half because this one should be a shellacking. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh, what does what the research show, Joe? What does the
3: research show? The research shows that uh, Moody's going to win by multiple
2: possessions. <laughs> <laughs> that That is the most politically correct way to put it. I mean, all right, Pontiac Arts and Tech, anyone want to take a guess when they played their first football game? Not that long. Anyone ago. want to take a guess? Someone throw out a year. Uh, twenty ten. Twenty sixteen. Twenty twenty one. Oh. They went two and seven, two and seven, and in their third year of existence they went six and three with Wins over such powerhouses as a forfeit win over Madison, Detroit Osborne, an eight to two win over Detroit Community. I
1: love that score.
2: A fourteen to six win over Academy of Business and Tech, twenty four to eighteen over Bradford, and they beat Advanced Tech, not just regular Tech, Advanced Tech, thirty to eight, while losing to such powerhouses as Our Lady of the Lakes, Old Redford, and uh, and uh, Mount Clemens. Yes.
1: And I know we don't like using the transitive property, but uh, Mooney beat Waterford, Our Lady of the Lake by 33.
2: Yeah, it doesn't work when <laughs> or you have 32, ha- maybe. It doesn't work when you have really good teams, but when you have basically the worst team in Mooney's league beat Pontiac, Arts and Tech. Yeah. Yeah, AT and T's got to come out and throw uh, flea flickers and all that stuff. They got <laughs> they
3: got to go crazy. Um, I yeah, I. I
1: they I, they might because that. Uh, uh, That's the one area that that Mooney has been exposed a little bit is teams that throw the ball have actually scored on Mooney. They've given up a ton, but Cranbrook came in and they put the ball up like 50 times and they scored 27 points, but Mooney scored 57.
7: Right. Wow. Uh,
1: And and Cabrini came in and, and they threw the ball like thirty five times and they scored twenty something points but they gave up forty something points.
2: So this season was the first <laughs> yeah. year Pontiac Arts and Tech won a game that wasn't forfeited. Wow. Like they they were on the field like 0 16 because all the teams they play are teams like them that you don't know if they have a damn team or not every year. <laughs> you like, know what though give them credit. They went what, six and three? The, they did go six and
5: three. Give them credit. Give them credit. They That's scored
2: a, in, in there's nine. Get ga- well in technically eight games because they had a forfeit win. They scored blocks. a grand total of 138 points in eight games. 136. The defense must be stout.
1: Yes. <laughs> hey, they made the playoffs. Playoff they football. did something
2: right. Yep, it's playoff football. Yep, they, they their AD did a good job getting the schedule filled out.
1: Uh, I thought Lutheran Northwest would come in and get handled because, like Mooney played him in Week Two and beat him thirty-eight to six. Mm. And on the last play of the game, a kid that wasn't even on the roster caught a prayer in the end zone, and it was thirteen uh, twelve Lutheran Northwest. And we were all looking at each other in the press box, going, "What the hell just happened?"
2: Yeah, that's not going to happen this time. <laughs> I'm feeling. They, they had
1: an eleven-minute and. Fifty-second drive in the fourth quarter. <laughs>
2: all right. Um, eight <laughs> they man, did. That's uh, a true story. Eight-man? or Are there any 11-mans I forgot about? No,
1: that, that's everybody. Eight-man. Brown City. Carson City Crystal. I know nothing about Carson City Crystal. I know this is a broken record. We've been saying this for three weeks.
2: Carson City Crystal is a cool, is a cool like, school name. Like, that sounds like a, that team should be featured in a movie somewhere.
1: I thought it was, like, two towns.
2: Is it? I don't yeah, know.
1: I thought it was Carson City and Crystal, Michigan, but maybe
2: I'm wrong. I'll maybe Crystal's the name of the school. Oh, like Hill McCoy. Um, Carson City, Crystal, yeah, they're 8-1. They're I think they beat Merrill, Was there, or was that their one loss? Was that might Merrill. have been
1: their one loss. That, and Merrill's decent, but I don't think Merrill's a threat to win the state title because they're like a lot of other teams. The, they're going to run into somebody who's just as good or just a little bit better.
2: Well, I can't. It is Carson City and Crystal, and the only other thing I can tell you about this school is uh, the Google reviews are five out of five. All right. So the people there like it.
1: Well, I like Brown City. I like Brown City at home, yeah. uh, and uh, and I'm just gonna go with that. That until somebody beats Brown City, they're gonna be ten and zero. But uh,
2: <laughs> I agree with that sent sentiment. But, like, is this one game that if we came back on Saturday and Carson City Crystal pulled out the win, would I be disappointed and surprised? Yes, but it wouldn't be the most shocking upset of the well, week? Well,
1: it, it, again, it's it's just because Carson City Crystal's probably pretty good. I just don't know how good.
2: Right. So, I. it's... Could Brown City lose this game? Absolutely. Would I be disappointed? Absolutely. Is Brown City going to lose this game? Probably not.
3: Nope.
2: I mean, Brown City is undefeated in eight-man against anyone not named Martin.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, again, it's just kind of hard to argue it, and and they do it with defense, and that's not the norm in eight-man football.
2: Well, This is Carson City Crystal's first year in eight-man football. Um, They, they actually, yeah, that's where in 2020 they lost to Ubley in the regional finals. So this has been a program that hasn't missed the playoffs since 2017. It's a good football team, but they also are going to Brown City, who's a really good football team. And
1: this uh, is their second year in eight man football, so they got to step ahead. They all right, so <laughs> Carson City
2: Crystal did beat um uh Merrill. They lost to Middleton Fulton.
1: Who's a playoff team and
2: Yeah, they're playing Portland St. Patrick, but that team went six and three. I don't know, trying to decipher this. Here, let's put it this way. Dennis will Man, Joe, well, it, what are you it, doing over here? There? There's got to be a ghost in here or something. No,
1: he's got like a magnetic field.
2: Yeah, isn't that something with ghosts, the like <laughs> electromagnetic field? Why did it start doing it? Here, just mute him for a second, and we'll have him unplug and plug it back and see if that makes a difference. But that was, like, he wasn't even moving. It's just Joe. It doesn't happen when we give no, other people the that, Mike. So, all right, let's see. Is Joe still haunted? Joe is not haunted anymore. It's not my fault. Um yeah, there's <laughs> the right. ghost um, of playoff pass. But Morris and Deckerville. Real quick, I was what I was going to say is do you think Carson City Crystal can score three touchdowns on Brown City?
1: I think they could. Do I think they will? Because there's two ways. I mean. right. Yeah, sure they could. Anybody could. All
2: right, do you think K Pac
1: could score three do touchdowns on will? Brown City. Do I think they will?
2: No. Then they're not going to win the game. All right,
1: uh, go to Deckerville. <laughs> uh, Deckerville, Morris, they're both 7-2. and two. Uh, I would put these programs very close. I think this is a coin flip game. The edge here is, I think, Deckerville being at home and that they're a little bit different than the last time Morris saw them. Like, if, if Morris is planning... For old-fashioned Deckerville ground and pound, then uh, they're going to be surprised because the, the Eagles can throw the ball this year and that might be their edge.
2: Is this the most, in just terms of how close the two teams are, the most intriguing first-round matchup? Is this the most 50-50 game we have? When I was looking, I thought so. This one was tough for me to pick.
3: So yeah. The, I think
2: so. The,
1: the, the, this, this to me, is, is flat-out. Uh, the the team that turns the ball over the least is probably going to win this game.
2: Morris, their two losses, Maryland, Portland, St. Patrick. Two really good two teams. Two really good teams. Deckerville's two losses, Brown, Brown City, City and Kingston, Kingston.
1: Two really good teams.
2: This is about as down the middle as we get. Dennis, this is a Friday game, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, Yeah,
1: this uh, is the Friday and Brown City Saturday at 2.30. All
2: right. Um, yeah, there, I have nothing much more to say than – I think Deckerville could do go as far as play for a state title and they could lose in the first round. Yeah. I I think that's true
1: for both of our eight man teams. Like you, you can get anything from they're gonna be playing for four weeks or they could be out in the first game of the playoffs.
2: Absolutely. So anything else on any games uh for this first round of the playoffs?
1: No, because now we have to pick at, well, at least 10 of them.
2: Yes, and I took the three easy ones out. So. All right. And just as a reminder, Joe is me this Friday, so we're putting him to work. He's got Marine City Richmond Friday and then Mooney and Pontiac a on Saturday. And I'll
1: be doing the Port Euron Schools, uh, P.H. King on Friday, Northern and Roseville on
2: Saturday. All right. We'll take a break, come back, check the standings for the picks and get into it. Let's do it.
5: 5150.
1: 72185.
4: do with my future.
1: Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
4: Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at sheridanagency.com.
7: I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Forest Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, you're back, and it's uh, time for the uh, the picks uh, segment. You want me to just get right into it, or no, where, where do you want to go? I do
2: want to set up the standings okay. because it is the final week.
5: It is. Unless
2: we have a tie at the top, and then it will only be the top, whoever's tied for the lead for – the ultimate prize again. Shout out Campbell Cuts for that. Dennis, quickly give our standings and where we are all at going into the final week.
1: All right, this is choke week for Brady. He's 66 and 24 and has a one game lead over me. Will he feel the pressure and crumble or will he wuss out and just pick are, who I pick?
2: Are you three and zero? Oh? all time. like are you the yes i am, I, the am the, three-time? I am the i am
1: the three time defending uh champ. the first two years were very close last uh, year was a route
2: last year you had your you had your ninety six bowl season
1: yeah i uh, didn't come close this year dude you' you're never
2: you are never going that's an unreachable feat no. um where are our guests and where are the people
1: all right, so you have one game lead on me our uh the the people are actually in third place. With a one-game lead over the guests, but four games behind you at 62 and 28, our guests are 61 and 29 uh, because last week Coach Mullins went four and six. Did he really? Yes, last week was a tough week for everybody, uh, and
2: that's with him picking Harbor Beach.
1: Yeah, it was tough
2: week for me. Oh, is it? Oh, you you were muted. Sorry, oh, it was a tough week we had for the me. Ghost.
3: I think I went I went four and six yeah, last so week Joe, as well.
2: So Joe, do better this week so you don't uh sabotage Yeah, so you can at least get the guests out of the basement. All right, with all that said, from the people, Jared from Marysville has a two-game lead going in at sixty-nine and twenty-one. Two closest mm. competitors: Sean from Richmond, Zach from Marysville. Sixty-seven and twenty-three. And slipping to fourth, Calvin from Port Huron, after a four and six week, is tied with Taddy, our defending champ, who has to make up three games at sixty six and twenty four. So, well, he was at least the champion of the people. Yeah. That was undisputed. Um, so, those <laughs> are basically everyone with a shot. I will also say, Aaron from Almont, if he can make up four games, he's sixty five and twenty five. Those are all very that's rec- solid. Those are all very good. That's records. the same record I have. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's, Dennis. I just, I'd like
1: to go five and five this week and get to seventy. Oh, uh, Joe uh, the,
2: Cook, who didn't submit week one, uh, so through eighty games, it's fifty-three and twenty-seven. Not bad. Not bad. All right. It could be <laughs> better. All right. All right. For the last time this season, Dennis. Time for the picks.
5: Oh yeah!
2: And he's gonna roll out, looking to throw. Pressure coming from Gavin Troy, who sacks him back near midfield. I thought this was America, huh? Isn't this America? Snap, pitch, near side, Maulberg, across midfield, has a blocker to the outside, 45-40, 35-30, 40, and he's knocked out of bounds, no! He tiptoes inbounds and taken it to the house! Jackson Maulberg, I don't know how he did it!
1: Out of the gun, Minetti looking from the 29, he's firing deep,
2: he's got a man out there! It's Browning, and he's got it for the score! Kubiak, snap, straight drop, all day to throw. Pump fake wants the deep ball, looking for Monarch, and it's caught in the corner of the end zone.
0: i to know what the proper ratio is on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs>
2: He's outrunning everyone, belly groppy again, this time for 74 yards and the score.
6: I want my picks back, and I want David Putney.
2: I want Putney. And I want to finally beat Dennis in the picks. Dennis, for the final time this year, we have a 10 game slate. Let's get it started. And as we have all season long, we start in the thumb. We start with eight man football. Morris, the Orioles of Morris come over to Deckerville. There are two seven and two teams in this matchup, Joe Cook, Are the Orioles flying south for the winter, or is is it the Eagles making their trek away from this playoffs? I got to go with the Eagles in this one. Um,
3: I like them at home, big, you know, convincingly.
2: Dennis Ducky.
1: I don't. I won't say convincingly, but uh, yeah, the difference here is where is this game being played? It's in Deckerville. I'm going with the Eagles.
2: Yeah, I mean, flip a coin for this one. And when it's this close, there's a home team, and I'm gonna pick with my heart too. I want Deckerville to win, so let's go Deckerville. The people agree, 79% of the people are picking Deckerville. One other eight man game to worry about, Carson City Crystal, eight and one. Coming to nine and O Brown City, Dennis Stucky to the Green Devils, I almost call them the Brown Devils. Do the Green Devils go to, again, who names the Brown City team the Green Devils? Um, do the Green Devils go to 10-0? and 0?
1: Uh, Yeah, the Green Devils, Brown Devils, Purple Devils, Brown City's winning this game at home.
2: Yeah, all well, they know it's the Devil because Carson City Crystal's going to feel like they're in hell offensively. That defense isn't going to give up uh, enough points for Carson City Crystal to win. Is this a, maybe a trickier game than you'd hope for when you're 9-0 in the regular season? Yeah, Brown City will get it done. Joe Cook.
3: Yep, uh, I got Brown City close first half. They pull away in the second half.
2: And the people apparently listen to us in all our Brown City praise 100%. Wow. Out. I know, right? You think a couple people would take a shot in the dark it's the on 9-0. Carson City Crystal. But that 9-0 and does look enticing. Stay up in the thumb. You were
1: 9-0, Joe. I still took country day.
2: You no, know, they were <laughs> oh, ten and were Ten and zero. Excuse me, we want well, a playoff game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They
1: beat you South know, and I right. should know that because I w- <laughs> I, w- I did that game.
2: A rivalry game in the playoffs. Sandusky and the Wolves, the Pack, heads over to Cass City to take on the Red Hawks, the one up in the thumb with Cass City. I'll get us started. Listen, I think Sandusky can go in there and they could win this football game. The Cass City beat Lutheran Seminary in Week Nine. And that's going to be the, what flips it for me. Give me Cass City at home, Joe Cook.
3: Yep, I like Cass City at home as well. Um, I, I don't.
2: I, I just don't like Sandusky's wins. I, I like Cass City, Dan Stucky.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Cass City. Part of it is they're at home, and part of it is these teams have played a lot in the postseason recently. And while the games have been tight, Cass City has won them.
2: And the people are taking Cass City 76 of the people on Cass City. Staying in the thumb for one final game, I promise, then we'll head south. Marlette at 7-2, a really nice season for the Red Raiders. They gotta take on Harbor Beach coming off one of their biggest regular season wins in a long, long time. The 8-1 Pirates hosting. Joe Cook, who wins this game?
3: Yep, I gotta go with Beach. Uh, huge win at Beale City. They're gonna, you know, they'll, they'll take it through. they will uh, They'll win the first round of the playoffs.
2: Dennis Duckey.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sorry, Marlette, but until you beat them, you haven't beaten them, Harbor Beach is going to win this game.
2: I like Marlette. I think they're a really nice team, and I think if they got a lot of other draws, they could, they could probably win a handful of districts out there. But they're in the district of death. Maybe you need to talk about uprooting the school and uh, relocating for more stadium (laughs) money, but uh, Harbor Beach, too good. They beat Beale City, Marlette didn't. Give me the Pirates, 91% of the people agree Harbor Beach will win this game. Armada at five and four, Dennis. They're the road team, they're the underdog. According to the playoff points, They go to Lutheran North to take on the Mustangs, the yellow and black Lutheran North. I hope their football field's nicer than their baseball field. Dennis Stuckey, you get us started.
1: The Armada is going to sail into town and whether there's a drain in the middle of the field or not, they're gonna drain Lutheran North. Uh, I'm gonna take Armada.
2: This would be an extremely disappointing loss if Armada loses this one. And I think Kyle Rowley wants to get a rematch with either Richmond or Marine City and Armada's going to go in focus. They're playing their best ball of the season at the right time. Give me the Tigers, Joe Cook.
3: Yep, too much offense, Armada, convincingly.
2: Let's head down. One of the people. Oh, sorry, the people, it's uh, not as decisive as I thought. Only 58% of the people on Armada. There's a good contingency out there that likes Lutheran North. Head down I-94 to Harper Woods. Cross Lex at 7-2. Four seed after a nice season, takes on the number one seed in the state of Michigan with Harper Woods. And Dennis, I like this Croslex team. We know they're good. Man, do I wish they would have beat Freeland, but they're still a good team. With that said, you can put this up on the bulletin board. Harper Woods is just too damn good. They're probably winning D four, and it starts with a win over Lex at home. I'm taking the pioneers, but they're the Harper Woods pioneers. Joe Cook.
3: Yeah, I, you know, I I really wanted to see this Croslex team get a better draw. I, I would like to see them in the in in the district final. However, you know Har- something about tough
2: draws. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Harper Woods just too good. I mean, it, it. This is this draw is reminiscent of of us being in the in the Country Day district. Just tough. So going Harper Woods on this one, Dennis Stucky. Yeah, the heart
1: screams Croslex, but the brain says Harper Woods is number one. So you got to beat them to prove that they're not Harper Woods.
2: And the people say Harper Woods will get this win. Sixty-one percent of the people taking. Harper Woods. We'll go to the other game in that D4 district at Walt Braun Viking Stadium. Lampfear comes up looking to avenge an earlier season loss at home. This time they go on the road. Who who started the last one? I think I did, so Joe Cook gets a started. Do, does your alma mater get a win or does Lanphier repeat history for the second year in a row?
3: Yeah, the alma mater wins this one. I think Sikuchi to the moon in this game. Marysville wins.
2: Dennis Duckey. He
1: does like playing against uh, Lamb Fear. Uh, This game might be close in the first half, but it won't be close at the end. Marysville wins.
2: Yeah, I mean... If they Marysville played as bad as they could have in the first half down at Lampier, and it was still a tie game. And then they figured it out, and then they said, all right, you go in your corner, we're the better team. I think they do that from Jump Street. If they play half as good as they did against PH, they'll win by multiple scores. Give me Marysville. 91% of the people agree with that. All right, to Saturday and to Memorial Stadium. Roseville at 6-3. Their loss last week cost them a home game. Port here on Northern gets the play on familiar turf or grass. Dennis Stuckey you'll be at this game. Does Port here on Northern get a big, big win?
1: They certainly have a chance to. I don't think this game's going to be lopsided, but I am going to pick Roseville.
2: Yeah. Let's just put it this way. Roseville beat two Mac Red teams. Northern didn't and that might be a dumb, simplistic way to put it, but I think Roseville's ceiling this year is higher than Northern's. I'm going to take Roseville on the road on Saturday. Joe Cook.
3: Yep, I think Northern defense shows up big in the first half. I like it like 10-7 at the half, and then I think Roseville separates and gets the win.
2: Oh, this has been a very uh, boring set of picks. The people are taking port here on Northern. To get the win, I think there's a the picking with their heart. Fifty six percent of the people. take I hope they're the, right. I do. will so take. So do I. Yeah. I'll take a nine in one week, yeah. or I guess eight <laughs> and two. Croslex can beat Harper Woods too. Yes. Uh, to where Joe Cook will be on Friday night, East China Stadium, Richmond, five and four, looking for their signature win. Who better to do it than against the streaking eight and one Marine City Mariners? They haven't lost since August. I I believe I get us started with this one. It's Marine City in the playoffs. Hey, I like my friends out at Richmond. It's Marine City. Enough said. Mariners going back to another district final. Joe Cook.
3: As much as it hurts my heart, I got to (laughs) go. I got to go Marine City. Um, I just think they're just so well coached. They show up in the playoffs year after year. Mariners all the way. Wow, two Marysville guys
1: picking Marine City. It hurts. You get used to it. I'm not a Marysville guy or a Marine City guy, but I never pick against the Mariners. Well,
2: almost never. (laughs) Almost never. The people agree with us, 94% of the people taking Marine City. And finally, one of the biggest games of the week, Detroit Martin Luther King comes up to Port here on High. Can PH get a statement? playoff Don't win bang at the table at home, you'll
1: break
3: I, Joe's mic.
2: Uh, so maybe I'll scare <laughs> the ghost off. Mike will
3: break by itself at this point, you know, the the ghost
2: Joe Cook, since you are our guest this week, you tell us first. Does King stay on the throne or does PH knock off the defending champs?
3: I've gone back and forth on this one probably a dozen times throughout the week. At the end of the day I'm gonna go with King close. Comes down to the wire. I'm, I'm, I'm talking game-winning touchdown drive.
2: All right, I'll go next, so Dennis, if you want to counter, since I'm up a game, I'll let you. And I'm just gonna tell you this, this is a 50-50 game, and I'm picking with my heart. The Red Hawks are going to get this win. This is a year Port here on High can make a run, and what a better way to do it than knocking off MLK in your own stadium in front of what I hope will be a capacity crowd Give me the Red Hawks to get the win. Close us out, Dennis.
1: I'm a game behind you. Give me king.
2: If you if you weren't a game behind me, who would you take?
1: I would go with my heart and pick pH.
2: Yeah, that, that's what my heart said. <laughs> I wanted to pick pH <laughs> so bad. But
1: but it, it's more but about the bragging rights and catching you in week 10, so I, I got to go against you. I, just wanted, I had to go against you in one game, and right. it, the way it worked out, it's the last game was the only game that we're going to be different, and, and we wouldn't have been. But we're, we are now.
2: I just wanted you to stay off of Perk's bulletin board. But this might make it on. 59% of the people are taking Detroit King to get the win on the road. Man, that would be a huge win for PH if, they, if they're able to pull it off. So pretty boring week for us. We agreed on everything except the last one when I took the Red Hawks. Yep.
1: So you'll finish a game behind us, and I'll be sad.
2: <laughs> or you'll finish
1: two games ahead of me, and I'll be happy.
2: Well, I hope you're happy. <laughs> because, Dennis, I, I just I think this is can be the year they do it. I just have that gut feeling you have a senior-led team, you have a very young king team. This is the year to get king. So take care of business, and I hope we're talking about Port on High football until mid-late November. I hope so. I hope so
3: even though I picked against them. I uh, I hope the Red Hawks can get it done. I hope
2: Troy and Haller go crazy,
3: and I hope it's an awesome atmosphere memorial on Friday. Me three, because
1: I'm going to be there, uh, and it certainly will be electric uh, if uh, if PH can win that football game. Um, and you know I love the fight song. so Yeah,
2: grand and glorious, they'll be victorious. <laughs> PH, get your big win. All right, Dennis, anything else before we go home?
1: I just want to know uh, who you're kissing up to, who you upset at PH that that you're just like because cuz you've hated them all year hey, and what and are we and you all about. you always you always <laughs> pick against all the good teams have in the I area. Have I picked
2: against PH once this year? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Maybe once.
2: I didn't pick them to lose to Northern or Marysville. I, mean, uh, I, I, think, I, I think I might think have picked I think you Anchor picked Bay. Anchor Bay. Yeah, I probably picked Anchor <laughs> I just
1: I have to give you a hard time because we didn't have the Elmont game in to go, I can't believe you're picking Clintondale, even though you obviously would pick Elmont.
2: Yeah. I, here, <laughs> uh, Let's if we did picks next week, Elmont's beating Warren Collegiate. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So. All right. Anything else? Remind everyone where we're going to be.
1: All right. Uh, it's four games this weekend. Uh, Brady won't be with us, but Joe will. So he'll be at East China Stadium Friday night and Saturday. Friday, he's got the Marine City-Richmond game. Saturday, he's got Mooney's game against Pontiac A&T. Um, remember, those Saturday games kick off at 1 o'clock. Uh, and I'll be at Memorial Stadium this weekend uh, as PH beats King uh, and Northern beats Roseville.
2: And I'll be up in Marquette following Wade State near the big lake they call Gichigumi.
3: Tune into the rookie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's all I got to say you got, you got
1: some game yes. experience. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, he does. For sure. So we we EB-doubled do. you a couple of times, or yeah. Thumb Coast, or whatever. Yep, yep. I, 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 I always get both. confused when I do it.
2: Anyway, hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Yes, it is. Anyway, old trick hit the close. From Port Huron to
0: Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.